0: A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. The people began to complain about Jesus because he said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. They were saying, Is not this Jesus the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How can he now say, I have come down from heaven? Jesus answered them, Do not complain among yourselves, No one can come to me unless drawn by the Father who sent me, and I will raise that person up on the last day. It is written in the prophets, and they shall all be taught by God. Everyone who has heard and learned from the Father comes to me. Not that anyone has seen the Father, except the one who is from God, He has seen the Father. Very truly, I tell you, whoever believes has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness, and they died. This is the bread that comes down from heaven, so that one may eat of it and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven, Whoever eats of this bread will live forever, and the bread that I will give for the life of the world is my flesh. The Gospel of the Lord. Last week, we met the children of Israel as refugees in the wilderness, one whole verse after being delivered from the land of Egypt. In chapter 16, verse 2, we read, The whole congregation of the Israelites complained against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. We hear this same refrain in the opening line of today's gospel. Then the Jews began to complain about him because he said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. Jesus challenges them, not for grumbling against him, But rather, do not complain among yourselves. No one can come to me unless drawn by the Father who sent me. When people complain among themselves, they are forming a bond with each other by being against an outsider. This same dynamic is acted out at the crucifixion when everyone found unity in condemning Jesus. They think they know who Jesus is because they know his parents and his family, the relationships that form us and give us our identity. But Jesus is coming from a different place. He has come from the Father, in whom there is no rivalry, the one whose love excludes no one. Forming bonds among ourselves is such a powerful force that it makes us unable to be drawn by the Father. We see that dynamic in the story of the prophet Elijah in the Book of Kings. We meet Elijah in the wilderness one day after escaping from the clutches of the wicked queen Jezebel, who had sent a messenger to Elijah informing him that he would be put to death by this time tomorrow. Elijah had just won a contest against the priests of the god Baal, Yahweh had prevailed, and Elijah took that moment to slaughter 400 of the priests. So we might expect to find Elijah in a state of euphoria for having been victorious. Instead, Elijah asked that he might die. When he entered into rivalry with the prophets of Baal, Elijah became one of them. Because God is not to be found in such circuses, nor in the murders which go along with them. God is not like one of the gods. In God there is no rivalry, no competition. We find Elijah at a vulnerable moment. It has begun to dawn on him that the God who called him is not at all the God he thought he knew. Strengthened by the bread, Elijah gets up to journey 40 days and 40 nights to the mountain to meet God. Elijah is on a pilgrimage. This journey of 40 days and 40 nights will be transformative, just as the 40 years in the wilderness was a conversion experience for the children of Israel. We read in chapter 8 of the book of Deuteronomy, Remember the long way that the Lord your God has led you these 40 years in the wilderness in order to humble you, testing you, to know what was in your heart. This is the teaching that Jesus is giving in the synagogue at Capernaum. He's trying to change our image of God so that we might see that there is a loving plan at work in the power behind everything that is. We don't come to Jesus on our own. We are drawn to Jesus by the Father. No one has ever seen God, but in Jesus we see the human face of God who desires to gather us. Jesus is coming into our midst as the one who is giving himself away so that we might have life and have it abundantly. In the beginning, the book of Genesis tells us that God placed Adam and Eve in the middle of a garden of earthly delights and gave them permission to eat from all of the trees in the garden save one. God instructed them, in short, to participate in his life through the joy of eating and drinking. The abundance of the garden expressed God's desire that God's creatures flourish to the utmost. God wants to gather us, but our resistance results in scattering, isolation, violence and recrimination. God wants the sacred meal. We want to eat alone and on our own terms. The hungry people who gathered around Jesus in the feeding of the 5,000 are symbolic of the hungry human race, starving from the time of Adam and Eve for what will satisfy In imitation of our first parents, we have tried to fill up the emptiness with wealth, pleasure, honor, power, the sheer love of domination, but none of it works, precisely because we've all been wired for God, and God is nothing but love. It's only when we conform ourselves to the way of love, emptying ourselves, that we are filled. The five loaves and two fish, which didn't seem to be enough, were received with gratitude. And there was enough, more than enough. Adam was the friend of Yahweh before becoming, through his own fear and pride, Yahweh's enemy. Now Jesus, Yahweh made flesh, seeks to reestablish this lost friendship with Adam's descendants. God enters our lives not just in the form of sermons or stories in the Bible, but in food. The Eucharist is God's kiss. Andre Dubot, the Cajun novelist, used to say, without the Eucharist, God becomes a monologue. St. Augustine once said, Christ is the bread awaiting hunger. The Eucharist is presence encountering presence, mutuality, vulnerability. There's nothing to prove, to protect, or to sell. All you can do is be present. The Eucharist is telling us that God is the food, and all we have to do is provide the hunger. We have to make sure that each day we are hungry, that there's room inside of us for another presence. I am the living bread that came down from heaven, whoever eats of this bread will live forever.